Welcome to the Downward Spiral. Oh Lord. We're taking you way down. We start off strong and then it's downhill. What do you mean strong though? Well, we start talking about nice things and then we end up talking about awful things. Okay. And then all of a sudden you get depressed. Or I get depressed. There you have it. Right now, welcome to the Downward Spiral. Welcome to the Downward Spiral. How are you? This is Jeff Fader and Nico Tavernisi. We're doing a podcast. What episode is it? This has got to be something something, and who cares? So, I have a question for you, oh, Nico. What? What is your policy on sending food back at a restaurant? I don't know. It's a little weird. I mean, if it's really fucking bad, I'll be like, I can't, I can't eat this. Like, if I physically can't eat it, I'll send it back. All right, so you, so, so basically what I'm getting at is we went to a restaurant uh, ten, actually a couple hours ago. Well, actually an hour ago. But you went to a soft opening, which is different. No, understand, except for the fact this is a restaurant that reopened. This is a local restaurant that reopened. This is not Gleason's and Birdsell House. Holler at your boys. This is a restaurant that has had food issues in the past. And I... We the the new place is beautiful, beautiful, great. The design's awesome. We were really impressed. Blah blah blah. They got new wait staff. The beers got beer all over the place. I had all sorts of crazy beer. It's awesome. We ordered the food, and I ordered something. I ordered a hamburger medium rare. When, right. it, when it came to me, it was definitely medium well. Definitely, that's two clicks. Yeah. That's two clicks off. Yeah. One click is passable. Two clicks. I don't know, man. Medium well. So uh, Hillary, as soon as I took a bite, Hillary. You know, here's the thing. Was Hillary, there any red inside? Or no, no, zero, oh, zero. So Hillary, Hillary. Now I went to culinary. I went to culinary school and I worked in the restaurant business. And like, there's certain things. I mean, I'm not a. I'm not a great cook. I, I. I'm barely a passable cook. I could. I don't know if I could do it in the restaurant business now. I would need some time to kind of get back into it. But there's certain things. Two clicks, two clicks off what you order is, is 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 not cool. So as soon as I took a bite into it, my face kind of soured. And Hillary looked at me and she goes, "What?" And I'm like, and I said, "Well, it's not medium rare, it's medium well." And she goes, and she just said, "Do not send it back." And I'm like, "Well, why?" Well, the reason why is because my mother, who I love dearly, sends shit back all the time. And she sends stuff back because she sends stuff back because she doesn't like it. Or it's not what she wants. Or she thinks it could be better. Or she, it, she her it's her intention of sending stuff back is never like this isn't this is this is this is not good. It's like I don't like it. I know you right. can do better and how dare you not give me something that I want. So where my intention is always I want this business to do well. I want this to be a good restaurant. I want to give them more business. And when I went to the bathroom, I saw the cooks were kind of fooling around a little bit. They were like, you know, elbowing each other and laughing and giggling and fooling around. They weren't like serious Star. by that. They weren't like, you know, at their stations ready to rock. And so I, th I would rather send a message to the kitchen that, look... I hope you do well, but this isn't gonna. You know, a hamburger is the pillar of a restaurant business. That's right. the that's the fucking pillar of. And otherwise, it was a good burger. It was a really good burger. If it had been medium rare, 
it would have been a fucking awesome burger. It was fine. I ate it. I didn't say anything. And my wife was just like, she we got in this whole argument about not an argument, but she was just like, you can't, you know, I've gotten to the point where I, where I go with your mother, and and when she when she sends stuff back at a restaurant or, or if she talks to a waitress or a waiter in a certain way, it drives me so crazy. I'm like, you know, p at PTSD about, you know, I won't send anything back even. And I so I said, well, when do you send something back? If something is inedible, totally inedible. And expensive. Mm. What is back there? Mm. Jeez. Oh, bringing paper. Oh, so if something's super expensive, yeah. I mean, what is expensive for a hamburger? You think twenty bucks okay. is expensive? All right, fifteen Fif- bucks is pushing it. Fifteen bucks. It was fifteen bucks. Okay. So if it's totally like I can't eat this shit, this fucking terrible. I know what a hamburger just tastes like. It doesn't taste like a if hamburger. If it's five bucks, you're like, well, oh yeah, it's five bucks. It. If it's five bucks, they could fucking wipe their asses right, with yeah. it. You know, they could be like, oh dude, we're, sorry, we dropped it. Hey, listen, we do, we're out of hamburgers, but I found some raccoon outside. We just yeah. made you a raccoon five bucks. burger. Five bucks, okay. Five I want to eat some meat. No problem. Medium rare. Medium well. Fucking, I don't care. I don't care. Five bucks, it doesn't matter. Right. Fifteen bucks. It matters. Give me a click. Give me at least one click. I'll give you one click. Right. I'll give you one over. I'll give you over under. Right. So we got in this huge thing, and I. But they just. But this is a place that just opened. It reopened. Just reopened. Well, they're also maybe testing new equipment, right? I don't know if a burger needs special equipment. Yeah. True. Sorry. I mean, if they were doing like, oh, my sous vide machine yeah, was like, out of yeah, order yeah. and. They go, you know what they have? My down? quail deep fryer. Yeah, sir, yeah, 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 yeah. My my uh, yeah, my heart my egg hard boiler <laughs> yeah. is on the fritz. We're not used to it. Right. But but you know, but so so I said to Hillary, listen, I don't want to make you upset. And she goes, she goes, you can never send something back. I said, there has to be guidelines because I was in the restaurant business. I know how hard it is. I actually have a funny story. My dad used to come into the restaurant, my restaurant, and he would never fucking pay. Yeah. So the waiter, so I would say to the waiter, well, he's got. I would say to him, like, you got to leave a good tip, because yeah. if you're not going to get a check, sure, you got to fucking deuce these motherfuckers out. <clears throat> right. You got to make sure they're taken care of. Yeah. And I would, I would go up to the waitress afterwards, like, what did he leave you? And she'd have this horrified look. You know, I gave him, her, him and his piece of whatever wife, a fucking nice meal for two. It should have been like a fifty or fifty dollar bill. And then what did you? What did he leave you? And uh, seven dollars. And I, I, and I go crazy. You know, waiters and waitresses and, and people in the restaurant business, it's a, it's a, it, you know, they don't, they're not paid well. However, you got to take care of your fucking basics. You got to have that, you got, you cannot have fucking two clicks over on a, on a hamburger. Yeah. So I said and say anything and I actually became very nice to the waiter afterwards. And of course it was a good meal. We had a good time. I, I'll go back. It's, it's fine. It's not a big deal. But uh, we went down to the bar and we talked to the bartender for a while. And then we were talking for a long time. And he says, hey. So we were talking for the bartender because he's showing us all the new equipment and it's really cool. And he goes, oh, how was your dinner? And I said, it was fine. And as soon as I said fine, he said, what would you have? And I said, I had a burger. And my wife is now cringing because he's asking these questions. And I can't. And I'm not answering definitively. I'm very much like, it was fine. You know, so it's not like, it's it's not like this is fucking amazing burger. Yeah, it was yeah, just like, it's fine. Yeah. And he goes, well, what'd you have? And I was like, it's a burger. And he's like, well, you can't really mess up a burger. Now, can you? And then I had this long pause. Oh, yeah. And I was just like, well, I guess not. You know, and I got out of the car. Hillary's like, you had to say that, did you? I'm like, well, she asked, me a, she asked me a perfectly good question. And then he said, basically, like, our burgers are awesome. He led, the, yeah, he he led, led himself into the trap. Right, yeah, yeah. right. 
So, uh, so it was fine. It was a good time. They had a fucking kick-ass dessert. They had a, a chocolate tart with sea salt on it. It was fucking dynamite. Huh. Totally dynamite. So, you know, hopefully no, you know, other than that, I, I think that at certain points, certain businesses, especially customer service businesses, they need to know. But when, when are you being a dick and when are you being helpful? Yeah. You know? Like, Hillary went to the the pharmacy. We had to get something for our cat. Our cat's got mange or something like that. I don't know what the fuck's wrong with the goddamn cat. So she went and asked this, the, 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 the person working at the Walgreens, do you know where this particular medication is? And apparently they were just like, you know, laughing it up on the register and there was nobody there. And she said, yeah, you got to look over there. And she didn't even, she just pointed to a place. And, and Hillary said, well, I was already over there and I couldn't find it. She goes, he, and apparently she said something along the lines of, well, you need to keep looking. You know, keep looking for your fucking, yeah. you know, chlortrimeton or whatever for the cat. But it was much along the lines of like, you know, so Hillary came out. And she was like, fuck, what the fuck? People can't come out and show me where this shit is? And I said, well, you know, it is Walgreens. Yeah, I know. It's at, not certain, like, at certain points, you're just like, yeah, well, McDonald's, you know. Yeah. You're yeah. only getting paid whatever. You can't blame them. It's like yelling at somebody at... You know, the customer service from AT&T. You just can't get pissed because you're like, well... But at the same time, different places like France or Europe in general, like waiters and waitresses are paid like a salary. Yeah. They're not... They don't do tips. Right. But it's like a profession. It's a real profession over yeah. there. It's not like... You're not getting tips, but you're like, you know, you're a career... You're not like a waiter or a waitress... As an actor, yeah. As like being like, I can't wait for my next big break. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's like I'm psyched for specials. I'm yeah, psyched yeah. to be. I'm going to yeah. be your waiter, and they take a pride in. There's no real pride in a lot of jobs in, yeah, in yeah. nowadays. Yeah. You know. So when is customer service? I don't know. We're jumping from when do you send a burger back to customer service, but. Yeah. <sighs> Sorry, I'm cooked. You're cooked. I'm not cooked. No, I'm just tired. I, I guess I'm just tired. I, I'm I'm slowly gearing up for Spidey, so I'm like, oh, oh yeah, uh, Spider Man too. Um, I was talk? actually I was more stressed today. <clears throat> oh, so just I mean, <clears throat> without giving away too much, I mean you're going to be the videographer for Spider Man too, or still photographer? I don't think you're I, still I don't photographer. Know, I don't know if I'm going to do a video for them. So you're doing this all the every poster you see, all the I hope. Yeah. Unless they hire some digi, digi super dude. duper dude to do like a private dude. session yeah. with them. Well, regardless, when I see the little Hasbro Anyways, toys, you'll see, like, Entertainment Weekly's first look of Spider-Man will be my photos. That's amazing. Which is good. Right, it so is back amazing, to, so, so, But it's, um... Shara texted me this morning. She said, oh, Sophia, want, my daughter, wants you to <laughs> wants you to come to career day to talk about your career in front that's, of the class. That'd be pretty sweet. That's a pretty nice offer. Real nice. I, I, you know, I don't know if it's gonna happen because I'm, I'm working now. You know, I have a, my days are limited these days, the next couple of weeks, because. You know. But that is a real nice thing that she want you to. Come it was really with. cool. You know, Sophia's like, yeah, well, you know, they were talking about digital photography. Then I realized, oh yeah, my stepdad does digital photography, so maybe he could do it. The she said, yeah, the teacher is into it, but you know, I forgot to ask her about it. You know, but kind of playing it off and. But. I just kept thinking. All I could think of that today. I was, I was so stressed out. I was like, "What do I do? Do I actually go to fucking school? What do I talk about? Do I go actually, you know?" Well, it's how like, old it's are like, these it's kids? It's like doing it's like doing an interview with fucking you know Charlie Rose or something. Well, but I mean, no. I mean, they're how old are they? Thirteen. Yeah. You tell them 
I take the pictures of the movies that you want to see. Yeah. And You're then like Katniss Everdeen. You say ever ever hear of Spider Man Two, motherfuckers? <laughs> you little thirteen year old motherfuckers. Spider Man Two. Remember, remember Black Swan, thirteen year old? You know when that girl fucked the other. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> remember wrestler? Goddamn you, thirteen year olds. Yeah. Mickey motherfucking Rourke. He's shooting movie. steroids. Yeah, shooting steroids. Yeah, remember that movie, The Messenger, where they told the families about their families that died and uh, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on, that was the... an awesome teen movie. Yeah, yeah. You can't really. I mean, yeah, <laughs> like, you're gonna like, be none of my films. They're gonna be googling all your films, and they're gonna be like, they're gonna be like, fuck what's, these. Why is that? Why is that guy living in a van? What's the fountain about? <laughs> oh. Yeah. Can you imagine if you were like did the like human centipede? I fucking love that. God, you, ever, you kids ever see the human centipede? You know you the ever... problem about those horror films is that there's just no budget. Like even Chainsaw Massacre 3D that just came out, <clears throat> which blew away The Hobbit. Let me tell you, Chainsaw Massacre 3D, right? Just blew away The Hobbit in this past weekend. Why is weekend. that? Because people are over that for those little fucking furry. I thought the fags. Hobbits. <laughs> Is that true? Yes, it's totally so, true. So I guess thought... a flying shit about the Hobbit. It's a horrible fucking movie. But it's you know it's like most people who go to see movies want right. to see it for you know I mean whatever the epic <laughs> in but the Shire but and isn't like, like fighting dragons. But isn't but like isn't like well, the Lord of the Rings wasn't that so popular that people just want more? Well, it was really expensive too. You go to a fucking three, you know, go to a Hobbit film. It was twenty five bucks, you know, thirty bucks for a fucking ticket. It's thirty bucks. Well, it's three D and it's in HFS, which is high frame rate. So you're paying through the nose to see these fucking films about fat dwarves running around hairy, bumping into each other, eating feet. for the first hour. Is just them eating. Eating. Yeah, they're at the at fucking whatever. Baggins is home and they just fucking sit around talking and eating for an hour. You're watching them fucking eat for a fucking hour. Before <laughs> so you imagine like watching that shit in high frame rate, which is basically like slitting your wrist like with a fucking butter knife. <laughs> and Chainsaw Massacre 3D, which was shot on digital and it was shot gritty and it was like a, you know, um, rough saw style movie. Right. And everybody was just like, fuck you, Hobbit. We're going to go see some fucking chainsaws. I'm surprised. Isn't that surprising? Yeah, it was a little surprising. And people were kind of like, whoa. Because isn't, isn't like, I mean, I, I remember, I never read any of those books. I, I, I sat through the first Lord of the Rings. A friend, my friends took me. And I was like, I cannot do two and a half hours in a the movie theater. I don't care what it is. Yeah. Avatar, I loved Avatar. And I could sit through that. That thing was sick. Ten minutes more, and I was ready to fucking tap. Yeah, I, I have a really hard time with long movies. But 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 I thought Lord of the Rings was really boring. Eh, I the first two I were mean, pretty it's like, good. I didn't know what they were. I didn't know what they were talking about. I got like yeah. my feet got all itchy, and my I started jumping around in my seat, yeah. and I was just like, God, how can I can't do any more of this? Yeah, yeah. I don't care. I mean, it depends. You know, there's certain films. It just it's also about. If you're really into it. It's like the Blair Witch Complex, you know? If you are have no idea what the movie's about, you don't really give a shit, or you hear bad reviews. Right. You think it's something totally different. You go into it, you're pleasantly surprised most of the time. Okay. However, it used to be 
Movies used to be an hour and 40 minutes. Maximum. It was an hour and a yeah. half, 90-minute movie. Yeah. That's the perfect amount of time for a movie. You don't right. need three hours. Even the Avengers. I like the You Avengers. don't need three hours. Yeah, what's the, what's, <laughs> huh? what's the matter with the... What's up with three-hour movies? Jerry Seinfeld. Why right. three hours? What's up with that? What's up with three-hour movies? I mean, I gotta go to the bathroom. Jeez. Oh, you know there's an app? There's an app that tells you if you're in a movie theater when to pee when to go for a piss okay, it, it tells you it's, it's called awesome. pee run or something like that when they have a long board I guess it's like if you're in a movie and you have to take a whiz which who doesn't because you have like you know yeah, yeah. 90 ounces of cola right uh, it tells you like the, the the slow parts where That's you can go take a whiz awesome yeah Genius. of course it's fucking great it's great but I I just I don't like a People love the Avengers. I went to see the Avengers with Tim, and I, we had a good time. Yeah. However, it was way too fucking long. Yeah. And half of it was all set up. I know who the Hulk is. Yeah. I know who Captain America is. Knock it off. It was yeah. like all origin. All yeah. these movies now, it's all... They need it to be two and a half well, hours. Superman, the new Superman, Man of Steel is all origin. That looks pretty good. Except, except... The uh, Zod, you know who Zod is? Yeah, Zod is your guy. It's Michael Shannon. Michael Shannon. He's a good Zod. He looks like he a good great Zod. Zod. Well, the, the original Zod was. What was his name again? He was in. Uh, he was oh, good, good too. No, no, the original he's a total, like, no, but the original. No, 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 no. No, no, no. The original Zod was the guy in also that tranny movie. He with, looked like Flash Gordon. He literally looks like Flash Gordon. He was Gordon. the guy. Who, there was a the tranny movie with, with Wesley Snipes and. and Patrick Swayze was like too. Oh. Was like that movie? Remember they were cross dressing or something like that? Yeah, yeah. Too Wan Fu, my oh, yeah. buddy Boo. Yeah, or I don't right. know what it was, but he was in that too. Apparently, yeah, yeah. he was. He's a really good guy. The guy who was uh, the original General Zod was really good. Yeah. But I mean, look, I think that they've done. I mean, Dark Knight was good. The Dark Knights were good, you know. But were t- I think still think they were long. The third one wasn't so good. I thought the third one was pretty good. I like the whole Bane thing. I yeah. liked. I liked the. I liked. It was. It was too like. Da, 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 da. And yeah. Then he came up from the depths. Yeah. And all yeah. you hear is Christian Bale. You're like, oh my god, just get it over with. Just fucking yeah. climb the fucking walls. You will. <laughs> what did he say? He's like, you can't die now until it's time that I say so. That was kind of fucking crazy. Well. I'll die, yeah. but I want to die. Yeah, you have to do a crazy voice in these new it's movies. Just, it's, it's insane. It's he, insane. I, 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 whatever. Bane was cool, and I love that actor. Oh, Dan, Dan, not Dan Hardy. It's Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. Dan well, Hardy's Tom the Hardy, guy. Tom Hardy's great. He's but, excellent. But Tom Hardy, I think, you know, I haven't seen it. And those of you out there listening. Um, There's nobody listening. Oh, yeah, right. I know Andy B is. He's right. the only one I know listens anymore. Uh, Ken Valerio might be listening. Mm. He's calling us in tonight. I don't think anybody listens to this podcast anymore. It might not be. That's okay. That's fine. Fuck them. Fuck them all. We know Andy. And you know what? Fuck. That's for Andy B. Andy B is the man. Um, uh, What the fuck was I saying? Oh, uh, Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. Is that good? It's supposedly awesome. And I have yet to see it. But it's coming out in video very soon. That Cumberbatch dude was And the guy who directed it was the guy who did uh, Let the Right One In. Which is the... Danish, he's a Swedish director, I think, about the vampire kids. 
but Ooh. the girl who's a vampire. I think you told me about that. that really movie. good. It's the Swedish version. They made they remade it, of course, in America. And it was called Let Me In or something stupid. And it was bad. But Let the Right One In. I forget what it's called in Swedish or Danish. Um, but it's a beautiful, beautiful fucking film. Yeah. And Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy was his next film. And, and that was supposedly artistically and cinematographically like beautiful and huh. Tom Hardy plays one of the main dudes in Tom it. Hardy is awesome he was good in Inception he was really good in yeah. Inception he's yeah. really good I, I I like him in he, I, I watched part of Bronson it was a little bit like okay mm. okay got no, it no I know I know but Bron- big, Bronson's kind of fun it's, it's it's a little you know it's, it's just like watching a Broadway play it was yeah it was kind of yeah it was it was he played like the meanest prisoner in all of England and he it was kind of like it tried to be a little bit uh a little bit uh, clockwork orangey, and yeah. a little bit. So you know, it's funny is a lot. Of, you know, most of the time when you're on set, you talk about movies, right? Really? You, there's two things you talk about on a movie set. You talk about food. Not really. Okay. Because it makes you hungry. Nobody wants to talk about that. Okay. Usually it's gear. It's it's what you're wearing. Right. Especially when you're outside or in yeah. the elements. And the other is. Uh, you know, camera gear if you're talking to the camera department or sound gear if you're talking to the sound department. And the other is movies. You know, you talk about movies. You sure. talk about what you see and stuff like that. And, and, uh, and uh, the camera loader today was asking me if I... What I'd seen over Christmas and I said nothing. I saw this in, I saw this doc on uh, Xbox game. Guys who write Xbox games. Called Indie, Indie Games. Which is great. It's on Netflix. You can watch it streaming. I got a crazy story to tell you after this. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. But it's a great, it's a really great documentary. I started watching it just as a fluke, and then Shara started watching it, and we were totally into it by the end, and we were Googling all the guys in the film. Um, but, you know, she, I was just like, I, I just don't want to see anything. I, you know, And then they kept saying, they're like, yeah, we saw Lee Miz, and you know, the loader was like, yeah, I saw Lee Miz on, and on Broadway and stuff like that. I didn't like it that much on Broadway, but it worked better in a film, and... They're all talking about the focus pulling, and you know it's all technical shit right, we talk about. Right. And and, uh, and then they were like, "Oh, we we all saw Django and Change, and we all Django, and we all saw it again." Like they saw Whoa. the whole camera crew had like seen Django twice over the Christmas break. Wow! I guess that says a lot. That says a ton. Yeah, they were like, "It's awesome, awesome." Really? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know wow. how much I hold that, but. Just to back you up, you were talking about the Xbox game when I went winter camping with Andy B. One of his high school friends who went to school here in Peekskill was one of the original one of the original dudes from Xbox. He was like, he, he his name was John Hermanowski. Huh. John Herm, big ups. Big we up. went camping with him. He 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 was one of the first one of the big dudes in, early on with Xbox. And then oh wow! Sony. Microsoft. Yeah, oh, yeah. Wow. It was total. It was so bizarre. Oh, that that's mentioned cool. That. It was a, Small world we live in. Yeah, big ups. I remember went camping with him. He was awesome. Yeah, I, I was reading. Uh, I was reading. I get uh, Game Informer magazine because I'm a big game head, and uh, they had this whole article on the guy who started the Xbox, who basically said, "Microsoft, you need to start a game division. You need to build a hardware thing, and let's design it." And uh, how everybody was just like, "You're on fucking crack," and no, and forget it. Yeah. And Nintendo rules this, and you'll never get it. Sega, Nintendo rules. And the guys that these like total rogue dudes at Microsoft were like, "We're gonna start a game division." They're like, "Fine, take this fucking pile of money, do what you want." 
and they created the biggest selling fucking thing still to this day. Earth. Xbox is yeah. still number one. Yeah. Do, would you say that Xbox is the is is like the like life jacket for Microsoft? I mean, I don't know about that. Microsoft you never is know. Like, their their computer systems and their software systems are so big that you can't. The yeah, software systems, but I people people aren't buying. Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah. I still a small percentage are buying Mac. It's still big right. that it's PC. Right now, in the phone world, in the in the in the music world, yeah, that's totally yourself. different. Yeah. You're, you're fucked. Like iPhones and and iPods are it. But uh, you know what's funny? I'm reading the biography of uh, Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs. And every time I read it, on every the time shitter. I, on the shitter, it's right. taken me a good six months to a year to read this. Wow. And every time I read it. All I want to do is not buy Apple products ever. Really? Yeah. Why do you say that? Because he, he's a jerk? No, it's just the direction that every, that Apple keeps going in is not the direction I like. You mentioned this the last time. You mentioned this last time you're saying that they cannibalize themselves. Yeah, and that was actually something that Steve Jobs said. And he liked that. He said, if you don't cannibalize yourself, someone else will. That's a very famous Steve Jobs quote hmm. for, you know... Uh, basically turning yourself into uh, you know a consumer whore in a way you know it's like you, you I don't know you just dumb yourself down I mean remember that little Microsoft paperclip in the corner ugh the worst right the you know worst. how gay that was well Apple's turning into that in every possible way they're staying away from uh, you know professional market they're moving more into consumer um uh you know as they call prosumer which is the worst fucking an editor called me that one time a prosumer a prosumer and what i thought it was the worst dig ever uh you know there's a there's a consumer and there's a professional well they're in between all those people in williamsburg yeah prosumers that's so weird it's the worst moniker ever it was a total diss. And I, I thought it was the funniest shit when he called me a prosumer because I, I had nothing to come back on. And I was like, you're right. And I walked away. Or I was like, oh, change that's that. That's what that, that you come up with this new name? Is it prosumer? No, prosumer is like, you know, it's called pros. You know, if you look on websites, you're like, oh, I want a prosumer camcorder. Or prosumer. It's just a, it's in between a professional and a consumer. Wow. So it's like you're nebulous. So instead of a $500 video camera, I and I don't want a $7,000 video camera, I want a prosumer. I want to spend two grand. Wow. So that's kind of, that's kind of a, that's a good knock. It's a good knock. Yeah. And he kind of wiped me off the ground with it. You know, he was yeah. like, you're a You're never high level. You're not high you're level. You're a prosumer. You're mid-level. <laughs> you'll always be. I thought it was great. You're second tier. I had nothing to come back on. And I was like, you motherfucker. And I walked away. Well, that's what, you know, when I got my, my dad finally got to see my tattoos. First thing after a while, he looked at me as an artist and he said, I understand you're getting tattoos, but I just don't understand why they're so second rate. So that was a good. That was a, like, what can you say? Yeah. This is basically said. That yeah, says yeah. be said to you. He's like, I understand yeah. you want everything, but everything you buy is just prosumer. Yeah. Second rate. Yeah. Oh, that's fucking sad, dude. Yeah. It's hardcore. That is totally sad. Um. So, well, look. I mean, what are you gonna do? You could top the line all the time. He could top the line. No, all the it's time. funny because you know I was watching this uh, 
the first show, this is making history right now, the first show on Netflix to be Ultra HD is called The Art of Flight, which is a snowboard show. Wow. Okay, Ultra HD is twice the amount of bandwidth as uh, Full HD. So right. let's say you click on the HD button on your Netflix, right. and it gets a lot clearer and much more beautiful. Now imagine double-clicking that and it getting twice the resolution. And you have Which means it. that you'd put it on a big HD 60-inch fucking screen, and it would look phenomenal. Right. And that's downloading. That's fucking streaming. That's streaming online. It's streaming out of, the, out of the air. It's insane to stream that. Have you done that? No, it's only available in select cities mm. right now. And with select providers, right? Cablevision and uh, Google ISP, which Damn. is only a couple of places. But so I started watching it, Art of Flight, which is a kind of a mediocre, little cheesy because it's snowboarding. And whenever oh, you hear documentaries about snowboarding, you're like, oh, shut the fuck up. Because they're all like, yeah, bro, we were just ripping it. Yeah, we were just fucking partying. <laughs> and then we went oh, down man. and we were, like, we were drinking. And, fuck it, yeah. Like, I oh, waxed my shit up. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, so but the thing that they do have is they're sponsored by Red Bull. And when you're sponsored by Red Bull, you're like, so can we make this little documentary about these guys going up top of a mountain? We need three helicopters. We need 14 chase cameras. We need state-of-the-art air this, this. We need techno cranes. We want... Da, 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 and, and Red Bull will be like, yeah, here's $50 million. Go, go spend your money. And, wow. they, and the production value on it is unreal. And how they put it together and what they used was great. So it's fun well, on a production side. It's kind of cool seeing like, wow, this is what you could have with a, a limitless budget doing a dock on dipshit snowboarders. But couldn't you say? I mean, you could say if you throw money at anything, like a, I mean, a high level cinematographer and everything like that, you can make something very mundane be really amazing. Like perfect example yeah, sure. is Patagonia. The Patagonia company, which I buy all my clothes from, because a they last forever. B they're great. And they're expensive. And you as can fuck. they're expensive. As, no, they're they're expensive. As, they're they have they have prosumer division. Of, of, <laughs> I'm a prosumer. I'm a Patagonia prosumer guy. I, I'm a second rate Patagonia guy. I never go for the top the high summit, level. The I don't get the fucking Doss Parker for five hundred dollars. I usually stay on. I stay well under two hundred, and I'm perfectly happy as a prosumer for Patagonia. Yeah. But what they do is their their photographs and their they do they do videos and documentaries. The cinematography and the photographs, the catalogs are amazing, yeah. amazing. Yeah. And it's it's that whole idea of like, well, it's just a fucking jacket. It's just a jacket made of shit. But we're gonna make it. We're gonna put this dude on El Capitan hanging from his teeth with yeah. a fucking you know with a bag urine bag yeah, hanging yeah. off his back because he's gonna pack out his whiz. Yeah. Oh. oh, oh, we got Who a telephone call. Be? It's the hippie himself. Welcome to Downward Spiral. Who is this? This is your only well, your only listener. My oh, only. it's a sec. We were just talking about our our listeners and how we only had two. Our only listener. Wow. That's so sad. Can we have two listeners? We have Andy B also. Hold on, let me just I, I Yeah, your phone fucking sucks, Jeff. No, we're good, we're good. Who's number two? I wanna know who number two is. Andy B Andy, Andy B is number one. Oh, okay. Okay, I'm number two. But but here's the thing, I never hear him on the on the program. He, oh Andy good B. Call, Andy, Andy B. B. Oh, yeah. I think that I think that now we're that I think you make a good point. Ken Valerio is uh, our you only out. caller. 
Tim Smith usually calls in, but uh, 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 Ken Valeria is our only caller. And uh, you know what? Maybe he is number one. Uh, you know, we try to get Brandon Vetter, but he, he he's always, you know. He's in California. California. I'm putting down the challenge to the other listeners to get involved. Oh, yeah. I appreciate that. The, you're, competition. you're making it very hard for me to have this, you know, we're going to have this radio war because you're starting your own podcast and you're being so nice and kind. It's going to be hard for me to slam you when you have your podcast. But you I know, make it easy for you because we're coming at you downward spiral. But you know what, Ken Valerio, I got a bone to pick. In, in, in fact, I was talking about you the other day. Um, because I saw a photo of your painting. Of... I was hoping we'd talk more about my work. I, you know, that's my favorite subject to talk more about. On yeah, but it's really funny because nice. because I think I think we saw that. I think you showed us a photo early on. He sent us a work in progress yeah, photo. Yeah, and it was you said it was your wife climbing I, the Empire I State might, I might have said it. You guys went off on that. And you didn't say it, but you actually hired a model. Yes. I think did you did to you, basically spread eagle for you naked. <laughs> <laughs> Are you fucking right. married? Listen. Who the fuck does let's, that? Wait. Let's just. We just let's back. I mean, my wife would fucking shoot me in the face. Let's like back. If I did wait. That. Let's just back this up a bit. Ken Valerio. <laughs> Hold on a second. Ken Valerio is a very accomplished painter. Very accomplished. He's excellent. He's also he's a very accomplished. He's a he's a he's a mediocre poet, but he's an accomplished painter. Nothing. Cricket. Crickets. I'm sorry. That was a cheap shot. But he's he did this painting. He did this painting, and it's of the Freedom Tower, and half of it's the Freedom Tower, and the the bottom is the Freedom Tower under construction, and the top is. The Michelangelo sculpture of the slave, which is this kind of very hypersexual uh, statue of this dude, and he's kind of like feeling himself up a little bit, and he and, and nobody wanted to talk about the gay stuff. They were all into, all into the naked he, woman. Yeah, there's like, a this Michelo, Michael Michael. opportunity here. This Michelangelo sculpture is has a very. It's called the slave, and he's very kind of like he's feeling his nips up, and he's just like you know. <laughs> So then, on the side. Yeah, but you're playing with it. What are you doing with your hand I'm right not, now? Don't Jeff? worry about that. So, on the side of the of the this construction of the of this half building under construction, half sculpture, there's this naked woman climbing up and trying to tear it all down, and she has a sword in one hand, and, and she's a huge buck naked. beef in one. No, not a huge wanna, beef. I just want to point out, she is wearing a hair. She's holding her hair back. She, and she's holding a sword. She's holding. Yeah, but who she's gives holding a shit? A, she's got a hairy bush. No, she didn't have a hairy bush. What? She didn't have a hairy bush. And I taught. I pulled him aside because during the critique, no one mentioned this. The model had a patch. A, a one a few hour old Brazilian. Huh? She had a very the 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 vagina. I thought there was a huge thatch on it. No, the vagina was very very. You know, it just gotten back from the waxer. You do have to just just to be clear here. I I, I made this whole speech about about you know representing the female body in our historical terms. So you know, just because we are on the record here, you know, I, I you know that, that just has. 
guys are reading it right now. I totally get that. I just want to put a little disclaimer out there. She's a very empowered young lady, um, a full protagonist. You know what I mean? She's not portraying herself as an object of desire. That's I. I just you know want to say that. I think it's very powerful. It's a it's an incredible painting. It got a lot of. Uh, I don't think it was very controversial in the way I was hoping it would go. The critique went pretty well in your favor. Uh, I think that there was some... I was hoping it would be a little more heat. But no, but the heat was like bullshit heat. It was all like, uh, you know, there was no narrative heat. Okay, why don't you, tr why don't you, why don't you try less hard Er. He's fucking good. I mean, you're he's amazing. Really, you're he's amazing. an amazing painter. You're amazing, but I think you want, you, you're, you're constantly needing this, uh... Well, he, this, uh, uh, you know, um, tough critique, you, I think you want to get blasted. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know, true. but you're yeah. never, you're never going to get it because you want it. Well, here's the, here's the problem with the people who don't, the people who don't, it's like the, it's like the cat scenario. You go into a fucking house. The people who are allergic to cats don't want to touch the cat. So they don't look at them. The cats jump in their lap. People who like cats. They get well, stare at them off. and fucking want to pet them, and cats will run away. That is so funny. It's that just, is... it's basically the, your thing. You're looking for heat. Because I am slightly allergic to cats, so whenever I'm around them, I get the bug away from me, and they're always on me. Yeah, because you're not, you're not, you don't stare at them. You wow. Don't, like, try to play with them. Cats don't like that. They like people who don't fucking look at them and look, you know, don't want to touch them. And, and, and you know, even though now that you've said all that, I totally get it. You can't fake it either. I can't pretend that I like cats to get them to go away from right, me. Right, right. But in like this, like your paintings, I mean, your paintings are just screaming like, like, piss Christ, you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, like, like you, that's the thing. Here's the, the thing about Ken Valerio is he's so, he's so talented uh, technically and he has such a high understanding of composition and, I mean, just forget the basics of, of uh, contrast and color and tone and, and all that. He's he's at the level now where it's just like, I know what I'm doing. Now let's some fucking stir some shit up. So it's all like, it's, yeah, but this, it's, but it's you know narrative what? for but, him. But you know what, Jeff? This stuff isn't, isn't stirring shit. Why don't you paint like a thousand pussies and like a cross in the middle? It's a pretty big pussy on this one. This one's <laughs> yeah, a pretty but big it's, pussy. It's a king-size yeah, pussy. My mom paints no, no, fucking women with her legs broke, you know? Like, Just go full Why bore. Get, ex get extreme to the, to the point where I even scare myself, right? Yeah. You should watch Serbian <laughs> film. Oh, Christ. <laughs> Not that <laughs> again. A Serbian no, film. No, no, don't do it. Ken Valerio, watch a Serbian film don't, and then make a painting right just after. don't even do a it. A Serbian what? A Serbian film. See, how can you be the number one listener if you don't know what we're talking about? Because I know Andy B is cringing because he watched the trailer and he thought he was going to throw up. And I thought I was going to throw up too. So you can't possibly be the number one no, listener number, if you don't two. know what he's no, talking he's about. number two, All right? I'm saying he's is, if you thought you were going to throw up and you watched that, that World Wrestling Federation, then I I know that I can't watch it. I, I'm very, I have a very low tolerance for any kind of brutality of any sort. Well, but you, but here you basically are, you, you are. A, a Serbian film is is basically <coughs> it's a snuff film, but it's 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 pretending to be a snuff film. But it's a it's it's like I mean it's like everything that you can think of, it's there. It's hey, awful. Andy, no, this uh, is uh, Andy. Uh, whoa, Ken? Freudian slip. Ken, 
That was a Freudian slip. Do you uh, do you do you ever paint? Um, We're not hanging up on you, by the way. Do you ever paint uh, sun halos or anything like? Um, what do you call those things? Uh, uh, oh fuck! Sun halos. No, no, like. Uh, sun halos. No, like uh, um, uh, refractions like that. Dower spiral. Fell apart on fucking the radio. It was almost exciting because he, he couldn't get on. That's awesome. That's kind of good. Wow. I like it that. Was awesome. So can I ask you? I mean, can I ask you a question? What what? Can you tell us about the? You're you're planning on having a, uh, a dueling yeah. podcast. I know who it is. It's that fucker Byron, isn't it? Ooh. No, 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 no. Byron will be featured in the podcast. All right. This thing is hardcore. Okay. They're meeting Friday night before we go see Django Unchained, which I can't wait to see. We just talked about that. That we he uh, Nico just saw with his 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 the people on the set of this movie said that they saw it twice. These these no, professionals. I so why why is this person you're not going to name the person you're going to do you're not going to you're not going to name who it is? Well, it's, it's not it's not like a big you don't like you don't even know him. But what I'm saying is we're going to meet Friday. We're going to discuss how this thing's going to go down, and within a week from there, it's going to be on. Wait, you're going to discuss how to do the podcast? Yeah. That's bullshit. You're never no, going to do no, it, dude. No, you you're never going to do it. It's going to be your antithesis. You can't. What, you, you can't gonna, like talk about Christ and stuff? <laughs> on your ass. You're gonna talk about like it, pup, what puppies it, and what is it not gonna be? Fu- is it gonna be not funny? <laughs> exactly. It's gonna be so dry and boring. Oh, big compliment. <laughs> I love bicycles. Yeah. It's gonna be so clean that you're not gonna be able to hang with it. Right. Do you like dandelions? I love dandelions. You know, bicycles are better. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, <laughs> what a dandelion! Life yeah. is so good. You know what? Ken, you know what, Ken? I, I still am blown away that you were able to get a nude model to fucking spread her legs for you. Seriously. And for how long did she Wait, do that? Like fucking before, eight hours? Before we go into this, I'm going to ask you, be honest now. This is no one, you're the only person that listens. You, you, real, you, you told the story that you hired a model. Is that true? Yeah. Where do you think I got the image? All right. Well, did it's she so spread it's just, her legs so, and you just took a photo? This is and not. Then that was it? This is not. This is See, not. A, now this is the thing. I wish conversations like these were being had. Like this would be a more fun way. Wow. Well, I. You know what, like, Ken? If I was at that art thing, I would have asked you. I was blown away by that. I was just like, my wife was like, "Yeah, he said he had to model." I was like, "What? Can I? Can I ask? Can I ask you? Can I, I'm gonna just go into this. I think." Can I, the real question is: Is can 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 Nico use your photograph when we when we post this 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 image so people can actually see the photograph? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm actually when you got when you guys texted me, I'm working on um, doing some color correction so I can put it on my site right now. All right. So 
Now, here's now just be before I ask the next few questions. Now, I'm gonna ask them in a way that if this was someone that you were married to, it would be offensive. This what? is someone you hired, right? Yeah. Why would You're it be offensive? All right. I'm. I thought it this, was your wife. No, I originally thought it was your wife too, but I, and I was but like, then, but you know what? The thing was, is I thought it was your wife, and I was like, that's badass. Yeah. And when I found out it was a model. I was like. That dirty That's super fucking badass. pussy. No, all the way around. Dude, it's not dirty pussy, because this is clearly someone. I didn't. I was just before like... she went to model. She. I'm telling you, the way he painted that vagina, that was a freshly waxed Brazilian style. It doesn't vagina. look like it from here. If it looks you look like at the fucking look, like, looks like I'm, a 1970s. I went. Bush. I went right up in there. It is not a 1970s bush. It is a very. So did that guy. The, the photo. <laughs> might be crazy. Oh, I had a very specific idea for this painting. Okay. okay. And then I called the life drawing guy and I told him exactly who I was working with and he said I knew the perfect person. Um, and she came and she was very cool. She knew exactly what I was going for. It, it was like it was like hiring an actress for a role. Alright, now here's the question. Did she no, let me just make this point because like Nico works on movies all the time where like actresses are are doing like crazy sex scenes, you know what I'm saying? And that's, like, actually skin on skin. You've seen these movies, you watch, and you're like, how is that not sex? You know, I'm watching a movie, but, like, they're totally doing it. You know what I mean? By the way, I, you know, now that I have a connection with Nico, he can answer that for me. How, how do they do that in the movies? Like, what is up with that? Are they actually doing it? No, no, they all wear fucking, you know, f fake, uh, like, little... Uh, nude-looking underwear, and then they and then we fucking VFX out the fucking fake underwear lines on their asses. The, I We were watching... Hillary got the first season of the show Girls, and this dude yeah. pulled this girl's underpants off, and he was fucking... He had his nose up into that shit. Well, that's he different, was, though. Fucking is different than oral sex. He, he, he had his fuck... He, he was up in there. He was like... I mean, there was no yeah, way there, they faked no, that shit. No, there's definitely... And there's definitely scenes. I mean, even Black Swan, Natalie had her fucking, or it didn't. Natalie didn't. It was she didn't uh, what's her name? Uh, I forget the other fucking crazy bitches. Mila, Mila Kunis. Kunis was up in fucking Natalie's Kunis. <laughs> <laughs> but no, anyways. so good. But you know what? No, Ken, but I want to know because film is different because you need 24 frames. Where here you only need one frame. Let's say you did you take photo like. Like fifty photos of this girl, and then paint, right. or did you say hold that pose? No, this is what we did. Like, I needed a. Uh, I drew out the the painting. I was working on it, and I tried to do it out of my mind to have a woman. You know, because you know, I have a, a lot of my paintings are figures I made up out of my mind. So I started trying to draw a woman climbing up this tower with a sword. I thought it'd be really cool. I'm working on that and it just wasn't working. I was like, I need a real model. And so when, it, when she was coming over, I built, you know, I, I took my, this ladder and kind of built it so it was like on a, on a vertical line, okay? Yeah. She came over, she, she, you know, very professional. My wife was here. It was all, you know, above board. And, um, you know, I told her what I was working with and she kind of got you know, into the idea of, like, you know, what I was doing. Like, she, you know, I think she's studying philosophy or something. She gets the painting, you know. So, you know, we tried a couple different, 
positions, you know, you know, with her hand back, which is the sword. And like on her, on her hands and knees with her hands behind her. <laughs> <laughs> no, honey, try this one. Right. What? Keep going. Was she, I mean, like, was she creeped out when she came to your house? No, she's, she's, she's a professional life drawing model. Yeah, she's, yeah. Well, they usually come to, like, a place. No, they don't come to someone's no, house. No, she's worked for other artists. And, you know, like, my wife was here. You know what I mean? Like, I told my wife well, she has to be here. Like, <laughs> Why do you keep saying that? Did you have a big... So, did you... So did you, you understand, like, that I, was, that, that I had a certain level of professionalism I wanted to go to? Yeah, but did you, knowing, did you get an art show? Did you get an art chub? <laughs> well, here's, like, here's the thing. Oh shit! You know, I better it better calm down. Well, here's the thing. Ken Valerio is a serious. He's a serious painter. He's a serious philosopher. He always he's a very very serious and smart guy. But what I'm interested in is the uncomfortableness because yes, if I I've been I've gone to figure study classes. And there have been, and it's never been an attractive person. It's always been, I actually started doing, I started going to this one figure study class, and every model was fat, and I would get depressed. Oh, I, walk, I walked out when that happened. I, and I said, and I referred to that You're series of paintings crazy. as fat depressionism. Crickets. All right, so, fat depression, oh, fuck it. So, I, so, I guess the question really is, is how, so you were nervous and you had your wife come over. You you convince this woman to come over. You built the ladder so she could be in the pose that she wanted, and then you it's took a picture. Really she hung out. But you're laying it out. What? <laughs> Nothing. Go ahead. What's your question? Listen. My question is: Is did you you took pictures of her and then you just kept going, or she hung for a while, or did you paint? It, it, it took like two hours because we had to do. You know, I'm trying to. I'm trying to remember. It was like year ago now so you know like it, it was very difficult to hang on that ladder like it took a lot you know like when I built the thing I tried myself it's like not easy pose because they have to not only does she have to hang on she has to look like she's attacking you know what I mean right so we would get a couple of shots and then she'd need to rest so we did it like you know we'd fight you know, and then I'd get a shot that I liked, but the lighting was wrong, so and the, or the hand was in the wrong position, and all that stuff. And you know, of course, the like I said to Chris the other night, the choice to show everything that I showed was a very conscious choice, including the very including her full frontal nudity. That I did it for a reason. Like, it's not something viewers are usually confronted with in a non-sexual way. So I wanted to show all that sexuality with her using her body as a body and not as a sexual object. So there's a reason, like, I know that sounds slightly contradictory, but that's the kind of the point. Huh. So do you have a name for this piece? Oh, yeah. I finally came up with a name, because I don't know if you told Nico they were having this name discussion. They were having a name discussion, and, and uh, they hated his original name. His original name was going to be Freedom or Freedom Tower. and they Bobby. It was, it was called what's Bobby. Your, <laughs> Bobby. What's your what's the name going to be? A Night of Resignation. A Night of Resignation? Yeah. It's a, it's a Kierkegaard. Um, K-N-I-G-H-T? 
Okay. All right. I thought you were going to name I it like a downward it. spiral, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> you were at the bar, and I mentioned it, and you said, I like that name. Yeah. Upward spiral. It's not a bad name, actually. What? Well, no, I think it's good. I think a little Kirk, Kierkegaard, you know, yeah. I think uh, I think that you need a little philosophical it's situation. It's not a Heath Ledger movie. Oh, that's Knight's Tale. Anyways, uh, <laughs> you know what, Ken? You need, you know what you, I figured out what you need more. What you need in your paintings. You need uh, sun flares. Not halos. Flares. You need light flares. Your paintings are all, like, super realistic. You, but you have no light flares. I'm trying to figure out how to put light flares in. Nico's your guy. No, I'm not. Just take, oh. just get a camera and shoot into the sun. Oh. I've been trying to figure out how to use it though. In a, in a way, yeah. But you could use, you could have used the shit out of them in this painting. I just don't. Yeah, I, it's believe me. I'm saying I agree with you. It just hasn't. I haven't cracked it yet. It'd be kind of cool though. You just get, you know, like once you finish the painting, then you go in with this fucking white fucking yellow paint and just do a fucking huge half circle <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine so take so, that I figure out how to do it it's gonna happen I love white flares so, so I want to hear more about your your, your podcast so your podcast oh, yeah. is gonna be the okay, antidote so here's the deal okay that you guys are going to be mentioned as our enemies like it's not gonna it's not gonna be a joke like you know, I like a radio war. I've been dying for a radio war. We're going to, to you know, go with this whole rambling. Like we're going to be on your shit, like, and, you know. So, you know, we're going to tease you guys about your disgusting material, the whole thing, right? Which I think is great because if someone listens to ours and they want, they, they'll be attracted by that. Because I figure... Yeah, crossover. Crossover shit, right? Right. So, and then Byron is already... He's, he, I don't know if he's a troll yet. He's going to put in three, he's going to send us three minute sound bites of sound projects. They're going to be anything, who knows? And then we're going to respond to that, but they're, you know, we're, we're basically going to, we're going to like, going to like format it. It's like 45 minutes. It's going to be like every two weeks. So are you, so it's going to be very controlled. He's kind of a comedian, you know, like he's a, he just started doing comedy, so he'll probably do some Hey, so, Ken, this is totally off subject. Can you, can you paint? No, we're not hanging up on you. That I want, old, I that want, old gag. I want you to paint a six foot penis on black satin. If you know what's weird is I was thinking yesterday about penis now, but seriously, see. <laughs> Imagine, you know, like the shape of that Michelangelo dude on top of that tower. It could have been a huge they, cock. There were, there were, that was, that but, came up. The I know, phallic, but it's, the but phallic see, nature of it's it too, came up. It's too undertoned. It should have been a real fucking no, dick. I think thinking that, of doing, I'm really serious. I'm going to do a painting where the, where the base of the painting is, is a, like a voluptuous painting of like, like to try to make the penis not disgusting. You know what I mean? No, but why don't you make it disgusting? You should put like fucking sores and shit on it. Ugh. See, look at—I already got a reaction out of Jeff. Ugh. Jeff already said, "Ew." Most great male viewers 
about their own body. Like, oh. Odd, but put it on. You got to put it on uh, black satin. Black satin. Yeah. Imagine painting black satin, a six-foot painting of black satin. You know how much of a pain in the ass that is? Absolutely. You know, you know <laughs> I, I got to tell you, you know what's really funny is, is Ken's been calling in, and, and uh, my the thing I do is I steal from Opie, uh, from Opie and Anthony, is he asks a question, then when the person on the other line you know, starts answering and he hangs up. That's been my bit for a long time, and I, I it's an ode to Opie, and it, I, I think it's fun. I always think it's funny, and and the funny thing is, I've hung up on Ken about four or five times, something like that. And when I was at this critique, I was looking at this painting. This painting is beautiful. It's huge. This guy is like really, really an incredible painter. And the first thing I think of is, I have some nerve hanging up on this guy every <laughs> fucking time. It's really, really, really unfortunate and unnecessary. Hello, you there? He hung up on us. You motherfucker. Uh, Did you hang up? You cocksucker! <laughs> oh, Ken Valerio! You motherfucker, you! Oh, he got me. God damn awesome. it. Yeah, I'm going to text him. You motherfucker. <laughs> you motherfucker. He, I was even... He, I was even, I was even giving him a compliment. I was gonna figure out. I knew how I was gonna hang up on him too. What I was going to do was, I was gonna say, "Hey Ken, do you want to know how you do it? Take a picture of a sun flare." And then when he said, "Yeah," that's when I was gonna hang up on him. But he fucking got me. He got you. He fucking got me. He, I was giving him a compliment, and he fucking <coughs> got me. So now we're at war. We're at war with this new bullshit podcast. Yeah. It's not gonna happen. Called the up. Uh, he wrote, OMG, I'm so happy right now. <laughs> he wrote, OMG. He fucking got me. He's so happy. He fucking hung with the fuck up. Well, Ken Valerio, you got me. You got the better of me. You got the better of me finally. So funny. It is funny. He's a really fucking good painter, dude. It's in black satin. He's a pretty fucking good, he's a fucking good painter. But he, I, I, more than that, he fucking jacked me. He jacked me right when I didn't expect it. I was going to give him a compliment, like, how dare I hang up on him, and he hung up on me. Yeah, that was good. Was yeah, good. totally good. So, you know what's been in the news today, speaking of radio and no. stuff like that? What do you mean, no? No. What do you mean, no? No. Let's just give it a whirl. Oh. If you don't like it, we don't have to do it. This is just a radio thing. It's a radio thing. So, this fucker, you know, you know Pierce Morgan is, right? Boring. Wait, just hold the phone, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> So Pierce Morgan. I have no idea. I have Pierce no Morgan. Idea. All right, listen. Who the just, fuck is Pierce Morgan? Pierce Morgan is the new Larry King. He's Who's Larry King? King? He was the guy on CNN who used to wear the suspenders and had no oh. neck, and he would go like, "Yeah, how uh, Georgia from Ohio or something like that," you know. He she's on CNN, so he's this, he's a late night radio guy, uh, late night uh, cable news show. And so okay. Pierce Morgan was a guy in, in England, and he's just and he's been he's from England, and he's been having a lot of he's been talking a lot about. Gun control in the United States, and especially after the Sandy Hook thing, and he's been like saying that there's just you know there's there's no reason that we should have be having you need more gun control in the United States. There's no need. He's British, right? He is British, right? So who gives a fuck? Right. Well, that's what that's the thing. So there was this guy. His name's Alex Jones, and he is like he's a radio guy, but he's kind of like Art Bell radio guy. I'm he's a... no, no, no. He's like Art Bell, which is like 
Coast to Coast, the guy who was like crazy conspiracy black helicopters. Oh, okay, right. So Alex Jones is the show. Uh, I think it's on. I don't know. I don't. I think it might be on. It might be syndicated, but it's. Uh, he has it on. It's on. Um, my, definitely internet. And he came on, and he he's like he talks about chemtrails. He talks about uh, the world, the world, the World Bank. He talks about you know the you know uh, New World Order and all that shit. And okay. Now, so. so he came on and basically was just went went fucking ape shit on on Pierce Morgan, and he just said you can't take our guns, and this is gonna be... and and he I guess what happened is he he started this petition to get uh, to have Pierce Morgan deported, and he ended up getting a hundred and sixty thousand people to sign. Have this fucking guy deported. Are, are most consi- conspiracy theorists theorists against guns or with mm, guns? I think that a lot of conspiracy theorists are are for guns because they're not right wing. They're libertarians and they think that the government's going to come the after government. them. Right. I think that like guys like Waco. I think that with the exception of the cult, guys like Ruby Ridge. That I don't. I I I think that they stem from between. Conservative and just libertarians. So a lot of libertarians are just like, you know, you should be able to do whatever the fuck you want. If you right. want to have, you want to smoke weed and have an abortion while you're smoking weed, you should be able to. You know, right. it's. So this guy is. I I I think he probably. I'm not sure if he leaned. I I always was under the impression that he leaned much more like fringe liberal, conspiracy theory dude. So he just went after this guy and started on CNN. Screaming at him, screaming at him. Oh, yeah, this is gonna be like 1776, and we're not taking our guns, and you're gonna have to kill me first. And there are people in this government. But he was a—he's a radio guy, right. and it, it became the cover of this, the cover of that, and right-wing fringe freaks out on Pierce Morgan, and right-wing nut job. And it was an interesting story because it was portrayed as this dude represents the NRA. He doesn't. He's a fucking radio guy. He's a shock jock. He's a shock jock, which is, you know, all these guys like uh, Glenn Beck. And Who's the super right wing dude? The Rush Limbaugh, Rush Limbaugh. All these guys, they're good at what they do because they're incredible broadcasters. Right. They, they're they good at slinging shit in a way that makes you interested in listening and it's intonation. Yeah, it's but your, didn't Imus do that and he got fucked? No, no he didn't. He actually, he did. It was the best thing that happened to him because but the, he, he did the women's basketball thing. He right? said now, he referred to the Rutgers basketball team is a bunch of nappy headed hoes which he was trying to be funny and it wasn't funny but he it was it was he was trying to be entertaining and edgy and he, it, was a, it was a it was a it was a it was an, it was a throwaway line and it was it was in poor taste was he was he is he racist i don't think he's racist but i think that you when you give when you when you when you hold a shock jock who he was one of the first shock jocks you hold them to a certain level it's a little bit unnecessary. It's a little bit ridiculous to like hold them on a national level. Yeah, true. You know? I mean, there is. You know, I was listening to Stern the other day, and he was talking about. Uh, he was joking with the 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 what is it? The TV or no? The radio uh, press person, Linda Stassi. Post, right? Linda Stassi. Linda yeah. Stassi, and and they were talking about uh, Al Jazeera and how Al Gore like. Something with Al Jazeera. Yeah, right? he sold he sold it to Al Jazeera. Right, his his current his, radio station, yeah. there, Al Jazeera. And uh, and the shit that the the it was it was almost like he was kowtowing to to post because the post people are very right yeah well, Republican yeah. fuck jobs right right and so is it kowtowing kowtowing and he was doing it like he and 
Stern kept saying like, "Oh yeah, well the the towel heads would have no idea." Well, like shit like that, and she was laughing, and you're kind of like, "Well, here's the that's thing. the most racist shit I've ever well, heard." That's like just being like, "Oh, that dumb nigger." Here's the you thing. Know, here's like, the thing Whoa. about Howard Stern. Howard Stern is I love Howard Stern. I'll never say a bad thing about Howard Stern. He is super, super, super anti. Oh, he's very pro-Israel, which I appreciate, and because he's, he's always been. Howard well, Stern. he's always been. He's always been, and, and uh, I. He's always been. Uh, very, uh, I think he's been always against terrorism, but a lot of Arab. He's 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 always been very against Islamic fundamentalists. He's Jewish. Yeah. Okay. So, but he's like he's he knew you know funny th- interesting thing. Why is, are you saying that? Because you're Jewish. No, I'm not really that Jewish, but I appreciate where he's coming from. I appreciate where I appreciate the. He's how always. Be, how can you appreciate someone's that racist? I. I don't think I, I mean I don't believe in the racism, but he's a, has a firm stance on on uh, the Arab-Israeli conflict. I think that he he's called all, them towel heads. Well, I mean, he I think he was trying to be funny. I mean, yeah, I don't but, think I mean, but I think when you it, say they, but he things, was he was trying to be funny, but but he was saying it to the postwoman. He kept going on and well, on. He, he, and he was just I like, think that he I think that he I think that at a certain point when you start saying dumb names like that, I think. It, He's trying to be entertaining. He said five different things well, where you're like, okay, I mean, he's okay, a, he's against the, he's all against, right. Look, look, he's he's. he's are you <laughs> being Jewish right now? Am I being Jewish right now? Am Jeff Fader, are you being? Now? Are you? You I, know, see, look, here's the thing. I don't, I don't. I I'm not Jewish, so I can I can look at it very differently. That's fine. Because I don't know what the fuck Jewish people went through, and I I maybe I, I, I don't I'm, know what Jewish people went through either. I sound like I. I mean, You're pretty proud of your roots, though. Not, I mean, culturally, but not like, I mean, not that not really. I mean, you're you're the least Jewish of my Jew friends. You mean, <laughs> you mean I'm the least like. You don't do big satyrs. I no, I'm, I'm not. A, I'm not a very. I'm not a very. You know, and you don't read from the book. Well, not a many people do. I mean, well, I have friends who do. Well, I mean, I never went to Hebrew school. I. I, here's the thing about here's the thing about uh, about the Israeli thing. I, I've always been personally, I've always felt like there needs to be some type of middle ground. I've always felt like there needs to be some sort of middle ground that the people from Palestine, Palest, the Palestinian people need to have some sort of homeland. You can't you, you can't say that you can be thrown out of uh, coming from an American who is living on you know whatever you know Indian ground, but. I, I believe that there does need to be something, and I think that you, something needs to be worked out. It's clearly, it's clearly has never been in the interest of the Palestinian people. However, I understand, I appreciate that Stern has always been very, he's been very pro-Israel, and he's been very against, against uh, terrorism. Very against, he he knew that it was Osama bin Laden. But, I, but you know what? Ter- but the word terrorism sound literally. Well, to I me, think that he shut up. To Whoa. me, it reminds me of Bush saying freedom. The word terrorism right. is bullshit because right. the word terrorism could be a fucking South well, Afrikaner I, terrorizing another fucking country. You know, you're talking about like I'm not talking super fringe right wing Syrian nationalists, whatever. Usually, 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 when Howard Stern talks about Arab uh, Arabs, he's usually referring to those. I mean, he's referring to like extremes. Yeah, the extreme the. Guys. the 0.5% of Muslim people. Right. That's right. 
Which is hardcore. Yeah, but at the same time, I mean, at the same time, he's also very, he's also very, uh, you know, he's trying to be top. You know, but here's the thing, I, I, I really like listening to Stern because he's a great fucking interviewer. He's one of the best. Yeah, he's definitely the best. But. I was totally turned off by that, and and I'm not even. Which is I don't. Fair. I, don't I can That's give fair. two shits about the Arabs. I can give two shits about the fucking Jews. That's fair. But to me, it I was like, whoa, dude, because you know what it was? He kept pushing the joke into the ground, and it was it was to make the New York Post woman laugh. Right. And to make yeah, the right. beginning of the interview said, he was said Stern was like, I'm really nervous talking to you, and she said, Well, I'm nervous talking to you. Right. It was. It was. He really was truthful about the fact that he was nervous. The New York Post woman. Well, he's very liberal too. He's very liberal. Yeah, he's too. very liberal. But, but it was like me saying, "I love guns." Like I could give a flying fuck about a gun. Right. I own one. Right. But someone gave it to me, and I love the person who gave it to me. Right. And it's. I haven't been able to throw it out. So, to me, it's it's. I don't know. I mean, there's certain other people like G. Sills. Who I love. He's right. one of my favorite people in the world. Right. I, I don't... I, he's Jewish. Right. And he did the... Where you go back to Israel, whatever oh, that's yeah, called. Oh, yeah, yeah. He home, went... Uh, home right or birthright. Birthright. Which is great. Which I think is a fucking genius move on the... Israel, yeah, right? He got Just send a free got, ticket and you some, get fucking laid he got over fucking, and over. Yeah, yeah he, he was great. some fucking action. But... <clears throat> but I don't... You know, I'm Italian. I'm my dad was born in Italy. I, you know, I like pasta. I don't give a flying fuck about Italy. <laughs> can I can I just say one like thing? Like my grandfather had a fucking the he had a fascist armband in photos. You I know? think that I think that from from my end, I think that I don't think I explain myself well. I I'm not really I don't really consider myself to be. I see. I see. I see myself growing up in. A, I was. Grew, I grew up in a culturally Jewish family. Is However, your mom Jewish? No, she's Roman Catholic. So then technically, not I'm not. But I grew up being Who told Jewish? my father, and I, I was. I was told I that you hated I, your dad. I don't know what you're saying. And I don't know about that. <laughs> so fucking hell, I, I never hated my dad. Oh, but I know. But it's. But, but, it's, but I'm, here, listen. Listen. Just and we. we I identify culturally being Jewish. However, I don't identify. I ne- but I also identify as being Roman Catholic too. Like I never had a strong one way or the other. I think that if you I just, you just identify with Jews because you like their food. Some of it. Some of it. Some of you it. Know, and I, I, but I, I was, but I was never a big Jew, Jewish person fan. Right. Until my close friend, who I love to death. Who was my favorite Jew of all time? Right. Invited me to a seder. Right. And Seders those, are fun. Those motherfuckers partayed. Seders are drank fun. Shit, tons of wine. Shitty wine. It was sh- no, it was good wine. This is a different kind of seder. Okay. And they're all foodies, and and I had the best fucking time. Uh, and 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 I hate to say, it, but my my Jewish friends are literally making my life awesome. Like they're helping me get great films. They're helping me with jobs. They're like, I can't dis. I can't dis Jewish people. No, I always, I always tried to stereotype. I always didn't want to stereotype them. Yeah, but they not couldn't help for, stere- for the sake could, of your, the sake of your reputation. No, no, no. they couldn't. They, it, they couldn't help stereotyping themselves. But 
every time I interact with them, it, it, Jews reminded me of California. Every time I go to California, I think I'm going to have the shittiest fucking time. And every time I go to LA, I have the best fucking time. And I don't know why and it pisses me off. So, so you, you're preconceived. Maybe I wish right. I was Jewish. Wait, here's it is. Your preconceived opinions of Jews are always foiled. They're totally wrong. They're totally wrong. Well, then that's. I think that that's very honest. And I think, I mean, which is great because I, I, I guess it could be worse. I feel, you know, look, look, of course, right, right, right. I mean, I, do you, I tell you what, one of my favorite bosses in the world told me that somebody Jewed him down, and I was. Not being a religious person or really that identifying, I was offended because I thought it was. I definitely felt that it wasn't funny. I thought it was he was trying to be. I mean, it was aggressive. It was an aggressive thing to say. Yeah, yeah. It was. I didn't feel like it was just like, you know. I've heard people say those fucking Jews a million times, and I don't really care. But at that particular time when he there was an anger and he the way he said that fucking guy's trying to Jew me down, there was a lot of. Hostility in it, what I didn't think was funny, you know. At the same time, I work with guys who who say you know nigger all the time, and I really don't think it's funny, and I don't think that it's even the the the, the way that they're trying to say it, or the, I think that people say things, and they're trying to be funny, but there's also they say things, and there's a lot of there's a lot of aggression and a lot of anger, and there's a lot of hostility, and I think that that's when it becomes uncomfortable and and, and uh, wrong ultimately this is way too serious for me I, I like i like being funny i like well, tell some jokes yeah, I, I but this really is intense it. we just yeah, had, we had to intense. listen to ken valerio talk about his it fucking pussy for a fucking well half he half. didn't really talk about his pussy he talked yeah, about he did and he pushed out i think ken valerio should do fucking huge cocks over and over and over I can't say much about Kim Larry because he hung the. Fuck and you know up what? Who, you know who did huge cocks? Fucking H.R. Giger and that motherfucker made out like a bandit. That dude has his, bars in Germany. His 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 movies are. Ken Blair doesn't have jack shit for bars. Oh, so I think I think Ken V should out. like post up and start. He's like, oh, how nobody? You know, he was dying for someone to fucking hex him out, and his shit isn't hexable. Right, he was looking for controversy. His, he has softcore. His, the controversy that he received was technical. It was like paint. Yeah, yeah. Some people well, said your paint stroke is up and down, not left to right. Right, it was along the lines of the. the I'm the sure style. he was fucking was bummed. Like, he wanted he somebody, was bummed. He wanted somebody to say like, "Why yeah. did you put the vag wide open? Why shouldn't the vag been on top of the fucking Michelangelo <laughs> finger?" Yeah, well, what? No, yeah, yeah, right. It was, it was, it was. The, he wanted more narrative fighting. He wanted yeah. fighting about the narrative, and he got fighting over. Well, this, 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 I'm having problems with this transition between the man, the sculpture, and the building. And he was just like, I could see the look on his face, like, that's not where I want to be going. Yeah. Don't worry about yeah, that. Yeah, he was, don't worry about tonight, that. he was just like, don't worry about that. He was like, <clears throat> I like what Nico's talking about. Yeah. But, I, so. you know, he, he, he's, like I said, he's dying for a fight, but he's going to get jack shit because he, he paints, well, he, he paints unbelievably yeah. beautiful paintings. Yeah. The problem is, he's, 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 He's painting PG thirteen shit. He should be oh, painting X. He needs X. Maybe he should start doing some porn. Like I said, a huge fucking cock on black satin. Do oh, that. What's the what's the black satin for? Because it's really hard to paint. Oh, is it? Oh, so so a really good one would be a real high. <laughs> Can level. you imagine a, a photorealistic six foot cock on black canvas or black satin? That yeah. shit. You could take that to fucking Chelsea 
Or you could take it to, Ch- to, to Terry, Terry Richardson. Or Terry Richardson and sell that motherfucker for fucking half mil. Call Big Penis. Just Big Penis. I love it when you call me Big Penis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good old I, You know, penis. I, I want to... I love talking about Jews because I, <laughs> I don't know anything... I don't... Okay. I, I, I think I'm realizing... Ask me a question. I reali- I'm not going to ask you a question because you're not Jewish. I am kind of Jewish. No, you're not. You adopted I, that shit. No, I, I, I was no. raised culturally Wrong. Jewish. Uh, I can't speak was Hebrew. Was your dad from Israel? That doesn't make you Jewish. Yeah, it's it does. Being, no, no. Yeah, what do you mean? You think every Jew's from Israel? Yes. No, they're... They're descended from... No, they're not descended from... Oh, I guess Moscow. I guess you have Jews. Yeah, everywhere. that's called... Uh, 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 yeah. How come Italians who are from Italy, which is a tiny little place, they're Romans? Mm, I don't know about that. The Roman Empire. Yeah, I don't know about that. Straight up, it's kind of old. Well, I guess Jewish people are older. Well, I mean, you know, there's a lot of Jews. There's like, yeah, fucking Jews everywhere. Yeah, every country has Jews. Yeah, kind of, except for Africa, maybe. No, they're Ethiopian Jews. Ethiopian Jews, right? So it's not funny. No, it's not funny. It's, I don't want it to be funny. Oh, I don't want it to be funny. No, I don't want it to be funny. Okay, go ahead. I don't know. I, I, I guess I was raised so non-religious. Right. I was me raised too. in a vacuum of religion. That's fair. Me too. My close, my one of my closest friends growing up became a newborn Christian. Hey. Whatever. Is it a, flo- newborn, flo- a newborn Christian or? Born again. Born again. Same fucking That's thing. That's vacuum. Same fucking the vacuum's thing. working. He, he, uh, I love him. And he was like the nicest kid. And we had the best time growing up. And, uh, but he discovered church when he was in seventh, eighth grade and decided he loved Jesus Christ. So for me, I hated that shit. But yeah. I loved the idea that he was very happy with it. Fair enough. And I asked him questions about Jesus and what he thought Jesus was and blah, 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 yada, yada. And uh, I thought it was great that he could get power from some inanimate fucking, you know, whatever. Ether. Got it. Got it. And, uh, anyways, I, I, I just, I remember my dad... We used to hang out in the kitchen and smoke cigarettes. You and your dad? Me, my dad, my friends. Right. Mom would go to bed, Sabrina would go to bed, and me. No, Sabrina was out of, out of the house by then. It was We were like 18, 19, 20 years old, and we'd smoke cigarettes in the kitchen. And we'd talk to my dad, which was great. It was a great fucking bonding experience. My dad smoking cigarettes, us, like, you know, four teenager dudes smoking cigarettes, talking about religion and shit like that. And, uh, and my friend Adam, the newborn Christian, wound up saying, like, he kept quoting things from the Bible. <laughs> and my dad got so pissed that I remember one time he just fucking erupted on this kid and just said, don't ever talk about the fucking Bible, ever. I don't ever want to hear you talk really? about the Bible. In your house? Yeah. He was like, it's a fucking book. Wow, your like, dad said that? <laughs> yeah. Dang. My dad was so against... The Bible Why is that? being, I think it was just, he was raised, whatever, Roman Catholic, whatever the fuck it is. But he just hated the idea of this book had been spewed out so much. And every time a Christian would say something like, yes, but in Leviticus 35, yeah, blah, yeah. Blah, it's like, shut the fuck up. What about in real life? 
Well, can I just... It's interesting you say that because growing up but anyways that that was how I was that's how I was raised I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you a little bit it's interesting you say that in terms of like you know the Bible and stuff again now when I say oh, I've said in the past I feel I feel I was raised culturally Jewish it's because a lot of Jewish families don't really it's not a lot of God talk there's never any God talk it's it's the culture of like how you treat each other and what you'd say and there's a lot of you know Yiddish expressions and these kind of like it's behavioral almost but it's usually it's not very spiritual culturally Jewish could be like you know just the way you're 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 how Judaism how it affects how you see everything day to day and it's different it's it's kind of secular but it's funny like there's like it's like it's like a perfect example is like Seinfeld and Larry David and 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 Woody Allen. There's like yeah, there's pa- no Palestine there's no conflict isn't that I'm funny. I'm not talking about that. I'm t- I don't I didn't talk about when I was. But that's a kid, what Jewish people are. No, no, it's not what Jewish people are all about. It's not. That's really that's a that's a minor not minor but it's a part. I grew up in this kind of like my family. It was very similar to Woody Allen and. And uh, and uh, this kind of quirky, funny, ridiculous, kind of a absurd, you know, f- people would say funny things, and it was just like you'd say things in a way that it was very, it was funny, and it, but it wasn't a spiritual thing, and it wasn't really, it wasn't. We never were just talking about God. No one's, you know, it was more like Biloxi blues almost. How come my father-in-law cried when we said we're going to name our son Judah? My Muslim father-in-law. Was that cried in a good way or cried in a bad way? In a very bad way. Well, you know what Judah means in Persian, right? What? It's like dirty Jew. Look, <laughs> I, I don't... I, I guess it's not a good thing. I guess he didn't... I guess he wasn't psyched. <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. I don't know what to say to that. But you're no. But you're, uh, well, but I, I, all I'm saying is that you're talking about the goofy fun part. I'm saying being that's Jewish. what I had. I didn't go to. I didn't. We didn't. We didn't really talk about the Arab-Israeli thing, except for the fact that I dated an, an Iranian, uh, a, a Persian. Eh, she was mm. from fucking Boston, and she her she came from. Uh, uh, her parents came from. Her mother came from Iran, and. That was only an issue because my dad was just like, she's not going to be talking about the Palestinians, is she? And it was along the lines of like, who the fuck cares? What? Who the fuck cares? You know, people who believe in one way, people believe in the other thing. They want to believe what they want to believe and they don't want... That's shea butter. That's for your fucking hands. Put that on your hands. It's good for you. Put it on your hands. No, I don't want it. It's fucking oil paint. It's not oil paint. Shh. So, I, I just, you know... I never really got into when I was a kid. I I, bel- I understand where everyone's coming from. I don't particularly have a s- opinion about it, except for the fact that I would like things to get resolved and it won't. But do you think do you think people latch on to What's partial that? identities, almost like the Wigga guys? Like What's the, a Wigga guy? A, a white nigger. Oh, I thought the Wigga guy was like a Wiccan. A white nigga. I'm sorry. Oh. Do you know what I'm saying? Do you think people want to be more so what they are in their own head? I don't understand what you like, mean. Like, 
I'm Italian, right? My dad was You're born not in really Italy. Italian. I'm not really Italian. Exactly. Now, I'm not really Italian. My dad was born in Italy. Their whole family is all Italian. But my grandmother was, was fucking Danish, which makes us half-breeds, you right. know, whatever. Which most people are half-breeds. Everybody's a fucking mutt. But if I really wanted to, I would identify with my Italian roots because I had nothing else to, to kind of love and to, to really look for. A lot of people I want to identify, want to identify with their roots in a way that's way above and beyond. Here's the thing. I shot this documentary one time. The first documentary I ever shot, I went to Minnesota, northern Minnesota to shoot this fucking stupid uh, freezing cold foot race. And the girl who was producing it, I saw a tattoo on her back, and it was a Jewish tattoo on her back. Uh, uh, whatever, Hebrew, Hebrew letters. Right. And uh, and something was happening in Palestine at the, at the time. This right. was mid-90s. Right. And she she erupted when we got in the car because I said something like, ah, oh, fucking Palestine, you know, Israel, it's fucking there they are, beating the shit out of Palestine. Something, I said something that was you said, way off. You set the time. You set, you set, set it off. Turned around in the car, slammed on the brakes on a fucking highway in Minnesota, on a highway, busy highway, slammed on the brakes, pulled over, screeched the car, and was like, don't ever fucking talk about that shit again. Like, my family is from Israel, and da-da-da-da-da, and we're fighting against the fucking Palestine whores that blah, 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 and I was like, whoa, I thought you were from fucking Jersey. <laughs> That's what I said. And she's like... I am, but my grandparents I, yeah. came from Israel, and you know, whatever. And and that was the, to me, I was like, wow, I've never met a Jew. You're my first Jewish person I've ever met that I really never, I never understood what that was. And then I realized I had met, well, you know, my, some of my closest friends were Jewish, but they weren't this militant like. Well, here's the thing, here's the thing. There's, there, there are certain, you know, look, look. The, the history of the Jewish people in the in recent history has been a very tragic. It's very very tragic. I mean, what happened? It was always the, tragic. It always is tragic. I mean, even in the Shakespeare times. I mean, Shakespeare's everywhere. time. Shakespeare. I mean, Shakespeare wrote that play, The Merchant of Venice, which is about the dirty Jews who lend people money. God, that money. shit smells, dude. It's good. Shea no, butter. It it's like good for shit. you. No, 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 no. It's good. It's good for you. Shea butter. This is from Loctane. Oh. This is for you. Keep your hand. It's your hand cream. Yeah, it it's so good like, for your hands. I'm telling you. It Put some like on your hands. Fucking no. Grandma pussy. No, it doesn't smell like grandma. How would you know what grandma oh. pussy smells like? Uh. It's so good for your hands. It's, good for, it's a fucking... No. Grandma pussy. You know, it smells like a grandmother's fucking taint. Taint? Small, small, <laughs> really? Yeah. Small, oh, maybe I'm powdering my butthole. <laughs> <laughs> could you please, could you put some more shea butter I'm on my gonna vagina? spread my cheeks. Sorry. So... I mean, look. The the, the, the the recent history is very is 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 very. I mean, there there hasn't been a lot of genocide in a lot of white people's history, like the Holocaust. I mean, the Holocaust right now is yeah. number one. I mean, uh, yes, in in the there has been a lot of genocide in this world, but the 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 one that's like the the one that's been you know it's been really terrible has been yeah, yeah. what happened. To the, 
So there's a lot of feeling that, you know, I mean, the, the, the motto of Israel is never again. I mean, there's, yeah. they, 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 they're very much along the lines of, there's a lot of people who feel that the reason why Hitler came to power was people just said, if we just shut up, you'll go away. And he didn't. And there was a lot of feelings towards the Jews. There's a lot of people who felt that the Jews were, they looked as, you know, it wasn't such a big deal because it was Jews. And then it just took fucking a lot and a lot and a lot for for people to kind of act up. So I think that, um, I think that there's a lot of feeling to, that, that Israelis have especially and people who have family in Israel, it's, it's a different. It's a different. It's a different yeah. nationalism. It's it's more along the lines of, like here's the perfect example. You know, I I always, I always said that you know you can go in the subway and you can hear people proselytize for, you know, Christianity or yeah. join find uh, have Jesus save you. You know, go. It'll what is it? It's like shit. Yeah. it's like uh, go to Jesus, change your life and go to Jesus. Jews don't recruit. Yeah. You know. Jews want you to marry Jewish people. Jewish people want you to have Jewish children. You know, they want to make sure that the blood stays pure. More along the lines, you know, it's 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 it. There's no, you know, it's it's a cultural thing. I mean, it's did you marry it's a more a of a people. Girl? I did, but we're both non-practicing. I mean, it's not really. I mean, I mean, we're not. I just don't. I'm not a religious person. Listen. I don't fucking I don't believe in God. Number one, yeah, but you I have think menorah that, in your house. Well, because I, I like making it. It was fun. I make my menorahs because it's fun. I like to make things. <laughs> I make Jeff, Jeff has an awesome menorah. <laughs> I make I made three menorahs and it's been fun. Every time's been fun. Flame candles. So the the thing is, is I don't believe in there's a God. I think that the whole concept of religion, organized religion. It started out being a good thing. It started out to probably keep people from raping and killing each other and creating some degree of civilization. But ultimately, it's been a it's been a it's been a bad decision on human, and for the human condition, the human condition has not done well now with religion because of religion. Ultimately, so I think that what's going on. I think the wars. The I mean, clearly, the all the wars over overseas are always about religion. I mean, the Arab-Israeli thing, it's just about, it's about a stupid piece of land, but it's also about, Territory you know, it's about like, you know, my God is right and your God is shit and yeah. your people are fucking heathens. And it's just, it's, it's just unnecessary. It's just, it's, 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 religion is the number one cause of death in this world. I mean, clearly. I mean, you look at, you look at India, the fucking Muslims are killing the Hindus and then the Hindus are killing the Christians and the Coptic Christians are killing these guys and... It's the the, the the fucking Protestants and the Christians in, uh, in, in in Ireland. It's just, it's unnecessary. The whole thing's unnecessary. So so I really kind of dissolve, uh, absolve myself from any religious stuff. So I, I do identify being, you know, going down the Lower East Side as a kid with my father and eating pickles and making and eating smoked salmon and and going to delis and in kind of having this kind of feeling of home. When you're food, in certain things, food thing. Well, that's a that's part of the culture being raised culturally. Is being yeah. raised, you know, you eat, you know, yeah, make eat pastrami and you do this and oh, you man, like you eat stuff. Well, I mean, I grew up gr with pickles. I mean, you, that's kind of a cultural thing. I mean, there's not a lot of cultural. I mean, that's a cult. That's part of that's your culture. That's your family. It's your yeah. that you you grew up eating kasha varnishkas and all this bullshit, and you realize it's like. You're raised culturally Jewish, but you don't identify as being Jewish. 
but you were raised in that situation. Yeah. So it's kind of different. I mean, it's not like I mean I I, I identify as being culturally Jewish, but I don't really like. I'm not. Judaism is different than other religions. I mean, it's more of a it's more of a day to day cultural thing without being a lot of god shit. Yeah. You know. So. Yeah, I, I don't it's know, weird. Know, it's, I don't. I mean, the whole I, god you know, thing I, I is never, so stupid. I, being raised. Atheist, agnostic. Yeah, well, you were atheist. It's crazy. It's 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 but a weird thing. Atheist I mean, is different from agnostic. Atheist is like I'm practicing to not practice. No, you know what? I was raised humanist. My mom's a humanist, and right. my dad's a was a basically my grandfather was a cos, cos, cosmologist. What does that mean? He believed in Alfred Einstein and the cosmos. He believed in Asimov's theory. He believed in Einstein's relativity. He believed right. in, he believed in the cosmos and and the the idea of mass and those things. He, right. didn't, he didn't believe in a god. He believed in in science. Right. So my and he was a Sicilian dude, and it took a lot for them to not go to church and to worship Einstein. Right. My dad, my grandfather had posters of Einstein all over his fucking house, and that's all he would talk about was Einstein. Thought he was the most. He thought he was basically. He was like his, his. Well, there you hasn't know, Dalai been, Lama. There hasn't been another Einstein. No, I mean Einstein. Hawking's is pretty close. Not as close as Einstein. Not as close, but he's. I think Steve Jobs is closer to Einstein than, than Hawking's. No, Jobs is a cocksucker, dude. But he coughed up. He coughed up way more than Hawking's did. No, he didn't. Sure he did. No, he didn't. Sure he did. No, sure he did. Hawking's coughed up a black hole. What did fucking dipshit cough up? Fucking Cupertino and a fucking iPod. Yeah. Ah, ah. All right. Guy's a fucking fruitcake. Fair enough. Dead too. Anyways. Certainly is. Um. But uh, you know, like I was saying, I never went to church a day in my life, and then my best friend killed himself because he became a newborn Christian, because the church didn't want him to fornicate and all that shit, and he fucking jumped underneath the train. So for me. I hated religion. Everything about religion, I hated. Yeah. I still not. I don't trust it at all, to save my life. Well, I mean, maybe if I'm about enough. to, maybe if a car hit me and I'm about to die, maybe I'll be like, hey, I hope there's something else out there. But, well, that's you know what that is. That's the, that's the grasping of, I, I'm, I'm fucked. I'm fucked, and let's hope for fucking goodness. That's why people say, Jesus, oh God, you know, oh my God, oh my God, you know. You hope for you hope you know when shit gets grim, you, yeah, know, you yeah. got fucking grasp of straws, yeah. any fucking port in the storm. But I, I don't I don't I don't think my kids would worship it. I don't I never ever go to church. I don't I don't like church. I don't like anything about church. 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 I, I think church is good for certain people. It's not good for me. And I don't I well, don't you see, know for me about religion. I, when people kill each other about religion, it's like it's terrible. It's like niggas killing niggas. You know, for me, it's like, oh you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? It's the same dude. It? It's the same dude who said, I got Jude. You know, it's the same kind of like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Jude me down. <laughs> Jude me down. That's what, that, that's what, that's what. But that's, it's the same, it's that same persona of like, someone needs to make just it. fucking killing each other, so fuck them. That's what they should, that should be the motto like, of like. Like deep down, that's in my, that's in my heart with religion kills religion. The, like, the, whatever. The, the motto of Manischewitz wine is. I got Jude. 
You <laughs> said no. It should be because you said, <laughs> "Oh man, I got Jude." <laughs> you should. You, they should. Somebody. Somebody's got to be some man. Oh man, do you have some of that man of Oh yeah, man. That shit I just is got good. Jude. I just got Jude. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't feel so good. Uh, With that said, I think we should wrap this fucker up. You don't like this podcast, do you? I do like this podcast. You've, had, you've tired, had a tough though. time tonight. No, I haven't. I don't think I have. I think you asked me fair questions. I think I answered them fine. I got no problem. No, yeah, you do. No, no, I yeah, don't. I think deep down. No, I think deep down deep. you've had a, you've been uncomfortable. You've no, been no, 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 no. I don't feel that. I don't yeah, feel that way. I, I think so. I feel, I have an uncomfortable. It's hard for me to describe my relationship as being Jewish because I don't a hundred percent believe that I am Jewish. So I think that you you ask me fair questions that I have a tough time giving a definitive answer to because it both answers yes I'm culturally Jewish that kind of contradicts my whole idea of I'm not a religious person so it's it's the, other than that I, I've had, I never have a problem with it uh-huh. mm-hmm. time to go fuck yourself uh, I have somebody I wanted to go fuck I want to give big ups to I want to give big ups big shout out to John Sharp and Tim Ranky, they're the owners of the Birdsall House. That? And that's the owners of the Birdsall House. Who made your fucking shitty food tonight? No, no, they didn't eat my shitty food at Gleason's nor Birdsall oh, House. Gleason's, where? Gleason's. Where? I I went somewhere else. But I Tim Tim Ranky and um, John Sharp are the owners of the Birdsall House and uh, Gleason's. Gleason's. Okay. And I've had a very nice time with both of them recently. We've had drinks and jokes and. They've been treating me very nicely, and and I might actually throw my sculpture in there in the back of the Birdsall House when I'm done with the, oh, the wow. riverfront sculpture. Nice. They might ha- ha- hang on to it for a while. Uh, um, you know, life's good. And a, and a fuck you to. You give you have any shout outs you want to give? I, I got a shout out to the Jews because <laughs> I love them. Yeah. And a big fuck you to the Jews because I I'm confused and they're confused the fuck out of me. I think that's fair. So it's a double-edged sword. Who's my big fuck? Go fuck yourself to. My big go. I'll tell you what my big go fuck yourself is. My big go fuck yourself is to cooks who cannot get, who don't know the difference between medium rare and medium well. There's a big difference. You have to take your burger off before it's when it's rare. If it's rare, you take it off. When it's one click down from what you want it to be, right. because It'll it's going cook to itself. cook itself. Here, cooks. This is the cooking segment. When you cook something, chicken. When you cook beef. When you cook pork. When you cook most things, if you want it to come a certain temperature, you gotta take it out one click before, before. it's ready. Right. That's you pull the turkey. When they say take a turkey out of the oven when it's 160. You, they're lying. You yeah, have to take it out when it's 150 because it's going to keep cooking. Just yeah, trust me. We should do it. Hey, we should do a cooking one. I would love to. We do need a your fucking one. chef back up here, Tim, God damn it. Uh, yeah, uh, 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 Dude, Tony. Tony. Chef Tony. Big Tony Ass. We could have Tony Ass. We got to have Tony back because yeah. we should have a real good cooking show again. Because, you know, before we, t- we talked about uh, just the kitchen itself, but I think we should do a podcast where we talk about. Food. Cooking food and basics of cooking food and little tips and tricks, you know, because I, well, I think that's that's pretty that, handy. I mean, I did go to culinary school. I, I, I know. And you know, the other thing we should do, we should have a fucking booze show, and we should bring on Shara S. 
and talk about mixed drinks and how to make your own fucking cocktails. Maybe we should. Maybe that'll be a double up. I think it'd be cool. Big All fuck, right. big go fuck yourself. To if you can't cook a fucking burger, that's a pillar of your restaurant. If yeah. you can't, if you don't know the difference between medium rare and medium well, go fuck yourself. Yeah, go, go f, off. Okay, downward spiral. Baruch Atah Adonai and Hanu Shalom. What he said. <laughs> <laughs>